Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Hello everyone and welcome back. This week I am following the threads of what's come up in my um, existence this week and the first thing is the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, which I know I don't normally comment on this type of thing, but there has been an energy that just keeps pulling me back in and pulling me back in and I have resisted it. I have tried to say like, absolutely not. I, you know, um, but there's just something that keeps pulling me back to it. And I, so instead of resisting, I decided to go into it and see like, why, why is this something that I am pulled to or drawn to? And Instead of like in the past, I would have just been like, I love true crime and I love getting to the bottom of things. And, you know, that is part of my personality. I also think that there is a reason behind this draw and I want to share it with you guys. So essentially when I tune into this case and I have never, I don't know the past other than what they're talking about in the trial. So you know, I'm coming at it kind of from fresh eyes, not like a history of following their situation. Um, I want to say that it's funny how in the media now people are rallying around John Johnny Depp as in he's the innocent party and that she's the, the one that's the perpetrator. And what I tune into is that... This relationship could only have come about and happened with a like vibration attracting another vibration. So if you are toxic, meaning in this case, I would say the whole experience that they both encountered and that they both endured was toxic, right? And I think that the substance abuse, her and his um, upbringings, all of it kind of Com, uh, came together to create this environment where, of course, you're going to attract what you are. So when we look at the trial and that one person is saying, I'm completely not at fault, and the other person saying, I'm completely not at fault, they, I was the victim, and you know, there's no truth in that. They both were perpetrators and they both are the victims of their vibration. So I think that what why this is coming up is that 
kind of when we think about even politics, about how you have a right and a left, you know, and, and an extreme on one side and an extreme on the other. And that's not the truth. No circumstance is ever going to be one way or the other. It's one side of the story, one perspective and another perspective. But the truth lies somewhere in that middle ground. And so when I tune into this trial, I can see they both are at fault and they both were victims and they both were perpetrators. And there is uh, something about this energy that wants to be expressed in our current timeline that's trying to bring either more, more, um, how do you say it? Like more division or for us to wake up to see this is a tragedy that everybody is playing in this, in this incarnation and in this time space timeline. Do we have to have one person at fault and do we have to have one person as the victim? You know, in most domestic abuse cases, it feels like it is more cut and dry, where I think this is playing out to show all the nuances and the dirty details and the, you know, how each person responded to the energy. And that's not a coincidence. I have a friend that I met in Costa Rica that posted, um, a few weeks ago, isn't it interesting? The same system that kept that Max Maxine, um, I don't know how to say her last name, but the, the sex trafficking case uh, secret and under you know lock and key is the same system that's public publication, public publicitying. No, how do you say it? Uh, bringing this trial forward as an OJ style where literally it's on 24-7. There's a there's something deeper to this happening. And can we as a culture step back and look at all of ourselves as all of it, right? And and we, you have to go back into the, the family histories. Um, they both have discussed their abuses as children and kind of what led them to both being i would say sensitive souls in a in a environment that was lavish and they could get whatever they wanted and there were no consequences and they could say whatever they wanted and they could act out like the the darkest vibrations or energies that are part of this plane right like we have light but we also have the opposite of light and depending on where you choose to express it and what you indulge in yourself, that's what will come through. And in this case, we're seeing the extreme of the dark, right? But I think it's happening because that's what society can be and is at this point when we look at even in politics, how one side believes they're right and the other side believes they're right. And there is no gray area. There is no truth in the matter of any of it. So when I watch this trial, I'm like, my God, there is literally no truth in any of it. Like no one is taking responsibility for their actions and their, their contributing to this explosive relationship. And what I want to say to that is that Everything outside of ourselves, like when we think of ourselves, you've got your ego, you've got hopefully your centered space, your higher self, and what you know to be right for you and what you know doesn't resonate with you. 
everything that's outside of yourself that reflects back to you something that feels uncomfortable, like a vibration that feels uncomfortable, is really just a person being a mirror to something in you that's ready to be brought to light. So it can be in um, in the case, actually, I'm just going to use me as the example. <laughs> um, a, a few, like a, maybe two months ago, I did an episode called Bittersweet, and it was about me moving. But it also, I talked about my relationship with my brother. And it just so happened that my brother decided that he wanted to hear that episode. And, and isn't that interesting? He doesn't listen to these episodes, but that one he did. And it really hurt him. And he reached out to me and actually totally thought that he had a different interpretation of our relationship completely. And we haven't spoken since then. And, you know, I believe that he needs time to process what was said because clearly the mirroring to me was that I wasn't being honest with him. When, and then when I think back to the times that I was interacting with him, I would get so frustrated, but I wouldn't necessarily say it to him or ha- have the work out the details or the thing with him because it would make me ha- uncomfortable, right? Like I would rather retreat and talk, talk about it to you guys as therapy or to my partner as how, you know, oh my gosh, how do I handle this? But I, it was so hard for me to actually like face what was actually happening in that time with the person that it was happening with. And I go back and I've like re re um, trace my words and my thoughts about it. And I don't regret it because ultimately it brought it to light. And now he knows, and now we can move from this place. The one thing that I do regret is that in that episode, I I said what my mother's thoughts were on what happened. And that's gossip. I should never have done that. I should never have assumed that it was okay to do that. And I regret that. And it's like, okay, now I, I learned something. And I learned that words are so powerful and can cut people so deeply If they're not mine, why would I give my interpretation of someone else's in the moment response, right? So that was, I think, an important lesson for me to learn. But I also think that this, um, I've talked about him being my biggest uh, teacher in this life, and, and it's true. You know, if I can't face my biggest teacher and tell that person what's really coming up for me in these interactions that cause friction in my body. Am I avoiding myself? And ultimately, that's the truth. So, you know, I have opened up and created space for that to play out as it needs to, but also knowing that I hold my heart open to it, you know, and, 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 frustrated with myself a little bit that it that it had to open in this way but also being compassionate with the process you know um i i share myself very openly here and my life very openly here not and it's never to hurt anyone and again as i said he, i didn't know he was listening so but I love how, how the universe works and how energy is brought back to you. Like literally me putting out that vibration 
targeted that person that I was having the vibration with and brought them around to to open up YouTube and watch this particular episode. So that's what I'm talking about. Anyone that is reflecting back to you a a sticky point in your own system is literally just here to help you work through that and bring it to light. You have no... um, like no control, but also no responsibility that they learn their lesson in it. All you can do is look at yourself and 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 kind of um, bring in the energy that's being reflected. In this case, my brother getting really upset with me, and sit with it, and sit with the pain of it, and sit with the 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 hurt that you possibly caused the other soul, and you know do better from that place. But I don't have control over if he ever forgives me. And I don't have control if this ever is mended. And I have to release that. I, I know that I'm human and I know that I'm here to learn things. And I, I'm open to that. And I, that's all that we can do. But my point in this is that I was trying to avoid the vibration that was staring me right in the face. And in the case of anything, It could be your boss at work, it could be your partner, your child, whatever. Whenever you come up against that friction, it literally is that mirror to look inside and to really see like, why is this rubbing me? What is it in me that is ready to be healed? Because ultimately being healed brings us liberation. And then it can be freed. Like in the in the case with my brother, if if we ever do get past this maybe we would actually have a truer relationship versus one that was based on the patterns that we have set up where he's the older brother and can say whatever he wants to me and I just shrink back and don't respond, right? That's basically how it would be. I wouldn't, he would be making fun of me or putting me down for sharing my my life this way. Or he one thing he always likes to say is, you're never gonna be able to get a real job again. And it's like, Instead of me having the argument of I'm not looking to look work in corporations again, I just didn't want to have the conversation. I backed away and was like, that's his to deal with. I don't need to explain myself to him. And, the, and I don't. I don't need to explain myself, but I do need to stand my ground and say my truth, which that's what I wasn't doing. I remember in that text texting back and forth with him, I think I said, please try to not make this about you. But that's passive aggressive. And in maybe in his side of it, he didn't comprehend what I was meaning by that, right? So I just want to take that breath to understand that we are never a victim in any of this, this matrix that we're playing. It literally is your, your energy attracts what you are. And it's hard sometimes to think of it in that way because there are so many things that can be perpetrated against individuals and you think like, but that child, there's no way that child deserved that. But in the bigger picture of um, many lifetimes, you don't know what that soul is learning. So how can we have a judgment of they didn't deserve this? And again, what is deserve? Deserve means you're really learning something so big that the soul wants to experience. So is it, again, is it black or white? Is it right or left? Is it victim perpetrator? No, it's experience. 
And then when you take out that charge of needing to associate something with a good or bad or a right or a wrong, then you can really live the experience and move past the experience and give forgiveness where forgiveness is needed and and thanks for where, you know, you have done the right thing or apologize where you need to and let the energy go. Otherwise, this is what will happen in the case of this trial is it's, they have had years have passed. Like, I don't even know how many years and they still are holding tight, right? That it's like so many knotted up energy threads that are so toxic. That is the, what will happen when we actually don't face our own vibration. And especially when you're not taking responsibility for your role in a vibration. Now, this is not to say that I, either of them didn't play, weren't the victim in this, because I believe they both were perpetrators and they both were victims. And that's what happens when you act out your lowest vibrations. And when I say that too, we all like fluctuate. So we're never just like, once you hit a, a high vibe, you're there. No, because all it takes is for one person to trigger that lowest, deepest wound to plummet you down to you're no longer thinking clearly and you're no longer acting in grace and in acceptance and in love. It just takes that dip in your your system to re- revert back to your childish behavior or your patterning or how you were raised, like how you um, survived in your childhood. And the, the goal here is to recognize that you also are a wounded soul that needs healing, right? So if you get triggered, that's like going back, you have to go back to the root of it and really figure out and, and dig into why am I, why is this one external situation bringing up such such deep seated issues within myself that then is making me lash out or making me uh, hot to the conversation or making me like want to repel that person? It never ever is the, the current situation. And, and I've talked about this, I believe, like in healing I'll ask somebody to tell me what's going on in their current time reality, but it never is that that I'm work that I work on in the healing because the energy of whatever is presenting is always tied back usually to childhood or some traumatic um, event that happened that just keeps playing itself out until the, it's healed and until it's brought to light. And by that, I don't mean like you act as if it didn't happen. No. It's having forgiveness for the perpetrator, having forgiveness for yourself, having because because ultimately this perpetrator only came into your life because you carried that vibration, which means that you actually did that crime yourself in this lifetime, in another lifetime, in another incarnation. And it's just playing out that loop because it always comes back around. There is never a point where you'll put out um, a positive uh, expression or a lower vibe expression and not receive it back. So like, um, let's say in terms of this, this channel, I'm putting out dharma as it's called, like energy that is positive, that helps, that is uplifting. And most people that 
get to a place where they understand their soul, they have a desire to share, to wake other people up, to remind other people who they are. That's creating good karma, right? That's creating like um, ripple effects in not only my timelines, but other people's timelines, which then that energy gets amplified and is brought back to you in such grace. And, And I would say this is expressed to me in the letters that I receive and in the people that I've met and in the abundance in my life and in the the joy in my relationship and in like not it doesn't always have to be a money exchange it comes back to us like a hundred times fold in ways that you could never imagine so just how that positive vibration reverberates back to you as does the lower um like wounded parts so in this case of my brother, he was just reflecting, he's the person other than my mother that's known me the longest, he's reflecting our childhood dynamic where we didn't have a father growing up. And so he he's only two years older than me, but he took on that parental fatherly, uh, he believe, I, I believe he believes <laughs> role. And we've had many conversations about this. And I remember being in therapy when I lived in New York and I wrote him a long letter saying, I don't want him to think that he is that for me and that I don't need him to carry that energy towards me. And, and we, this is, you know, 15 years ago, we worked it out then, but clearly we hadn't because it keeps replaying. And why I'm repelled by him is that he still thinks he's my father and can tell me what are the the steps that I'm taking that are right and what are wrong. And there's a lot of judgment against him weighing it against what he believes is right in his life and what's right for my life. And so that, that, I guess, repels me from even having conversations with him where my actual mother, my actual parent is supportive of the whole process. She never judges. She's never like said, "Uh, I think you should rethink this. No, she's like, you do you. And, you know, I'll be here to support in any way that I can. Doesn't mean that I agree with it, but it's you. It's your life to live, right? So that's been my actual parent's role my brother took on the complete opposite role. And that's why I don't want to be around it. It makes me uncomfortable. And I don't like being told you, you should do this. You shouldn't do this. This looks bad. You know? Um, yeah. So I, I have avoided it. You know, I've tried throughout my life to address it. And I like, again, with the support of a therapist, I did at one point and it got better for a little while. But then I retreat and my energy is to not want confrontation. So I retreated and that gave him space to build up this momentum of he thinks that he has the right to be sarcastic towards me or be like judgmental towards me. And I just decided, well, I'm just not going to be around it anymore. But that's just really avoiding it, right? So that I think it's interesting and um, karmic <laughs> how it came back and slapped me right in the face of no, you gotta, you have to face this. So I hope it's helpful, and I really am am seeing this come up a lot, and especially when you're going through the process of opening up yourself to your spiritual existence. All of these wounds and all of these lower densities are coming up for a reason. They want to be expressed so that they can be let go so that your whole vibration can up a level, right? So it's not just like you have these ups, downs, ups, downs. Once you release the lower um, like stickiness that's 
stuck in you, you're able to kind of, now you're at this plateau and then you vibrate from those ups and downs and then you go up another level. And then it's, it's like, it gets easier and easier the more that you do the work on the lower vibrations and understanding. And I did an episode about this. Um, it's called the triangle of um, disempowerment. If you guys want to go back and listen to that, nobody is a victim and nobody is a perpetrator and nobody is the savior. We are everything, everything. If, if there is a thread of something in your life in your actual lineage, family, whatever, you've played a role in it. Now in this life, you may be the observer, you may be the, the savior and you may be the victim, but knowing that it's in your thread, it's in your family lineage because you're here to observe it and let it go and help heal it and help bring light to it. Not judge it, not hold one stance against it, not not say this person, it, we should be shamed and there's something wrong with this person. No, there's something wrong with all of us. <laughs> we all are here to heal and we all have stuff to heal. So I hope this is helpful for you guys, you know, and like having, um, how's the word? Compassion, compassion through the process. Like I have sat with this for the last few months in the case of my relationship with my brother and I'm having compassion with myself. You know, I am hope holding space open. I've reached out and I can only do that. And I believe that when you hold that energy open for the healing to occur, in its own time, it will. And I have to know that if it's not in this lifetime, I'm okay with that. I have to make peace with wherever it's going to land because I, I don't have the perspective of the bigger picture, right? I can only do my role as this human being form, which is really to hold your heart as open as possible through all of these moments. So I hope this is um, something that you guys benefit from. And if you haven't already, I would love for you guys to subscribe to this channel and like this video. And I love when I get comments from you guys. So please keep them coming. And I love the interaction. So thank you so much for that. <laughs>